This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Off panel, off topic with Jake and Tyler. Welcome to episode 46 of Off Panel, Off Topic. Burger. Episode. Stardate. Four, two, six. May 2nd, 2022. Uh, by the way... The Klingons have... Officially... Um, I believe it is either the first... I think it's tomorrow. officially today. Yeah. It is the 20th anniversary. Or no, it might be on Tuesday. The 20th anniversary of Spider-Man. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh. Which is perfect timing, because then that shows up you know, as a marker to remember how great he was, and then boom. Do you know why? Multiverse uh, of Madness. I think I've maybe said this on the air before. Also, how about Mom being released on Mother's Day? Yeah. Do you know why? Um, do you know why a William Shatner acts that way in Star Trek? No, at, at all. That whole pause thing where he's like, "Does he ah. have a stutter or something?" No. no. When he was first coming up, he realized that uh, the way they did TV shows was they wouldn't move the camera off the actor until they were done saying their lines. Ah, so and he stretched it out. Right. Smart. Which Smart. is actually really brilliant. Yeah, it gets you more screen time. Gets you uh Too bad he turned out to be a fucking douchebag. Well, you know, that is life. Leonard Nimoy. Mo- um. <laughs> Isn't that a metaphor? Nice. Uh... We're going to do something special. So Are we? We have a regular planned episode. Oh. Uh, we got some news. We're going to talk about some of the things that were shown off at uh, CinemaCon Ooh. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a long box, the, the Unlimited, uh, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff to talk about this week. Exciting. But our main topic will be the 10th anniversary of Marvel's The Avengers. Cool is uh, this week, so yeah. I thought, why not have an episode? And also, we're just going to get out in front of it now. Uh, the Multiverse of Madness review is probably going to come late. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. <laughs> mostly Jesus. because um, I'm not going to have time to see it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- we we have a lot of family things we're doing on Sunday. I neglected... I totally botched that because I thought Mother's no, Day... W- I No, listen. Yeah. I thought the Mother's Day was the 16th when we were talking about getting tickets. That's... My mistake. See, I, I think I knew it was Mother's Day. I, I, my mom had said something about it, and I, I thought we had already talked about it, and I assumed that when you and Ashley talked about it, that it, it came up, but I didn't really ask, even though I knew it was Mother's Day, I, and you had said yes, I didn't ask if it was still cool so, until yeah. afterwards. Uh, so I, would- I might be going to see it myself on Sunday morning, um, if. Uh, if my if my MacBook gets there by in time, I might try and do a quick. Uh, yeah, I will. But I'll wait. T- I'll wait for you. Well, I I'm just yeah. The the review will be late, and yeah. I there's no way ra- it, there's no way, way around, around it. it. And you know, I don't ever want this um, podcast to um, impose on my life in any way. I, yeah, I, I, I'm getting better. I'm getting to a point where I need to start. Um, slowing down, and I don't want to make content. Maybe my... we could see it after you get back into town. 
I could see it a second time that day. <laughs> well, we'll that'd be fucking cool. We'll actually. see. I've we'll never see what happens. That. But my point is, it might be late. Yeah. As is, is all that I'm. Trying We're still to say. working out the details, but it's not looking good. And we, I think, what makes this podcast fun is, uh, it is literally just two. How guy- much we talk about dicks. Jesus Christ, dude! Oh, sorry, I'm trying to do a nice thing, and you fucking ruined two it. guys. I'm sorry. Like every, it's just like it's just like the fucking Thor episode. You just gotta. I'm sorry. <laughs> two guys. Two guys in a basement, playing with toys. <laughs> no, uh, no, and pretty much life comes in the way sometimes, and I don't, and I'm getting to a point where I, I, I have started to realize that content is taking over more of my free time, and I want to spend more time with my family, so. Mm-hmm. I don't want those two things to impose because that's what I love about them. Because mm. you know what, Tyler, mm. this is my favorite thing every week. Yeah, is is doing this show. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Let's talk about. Let's fucking do this. Let's talk about Moon Knight. Okay. So this is by far it's the get heavy. <laughs> well, I figure we start with Moon Knight first, then we get into Sendum Con, and then we go into the Avengers. Uh, so yeah, this is probably the best episode of the show. I, I remember. When Ashley and I watched it on Sun- uh, Wednesday morning, uh, she, she, I didn't say anything yet, and she just goes, "Best episode yet!" Mm. Like, because that was such. And you know what the best part about it? It was mostly Oscar Isaac acting with himself. Yeah, and that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, I know you have a lot you want to say about it, but um, I think that'll we should probably just talk about the episode as a whole first and mm-hmm. then get there organically because there's some things I wanted to talk about in the episode. There's a uh, um uh, I read some uh, a couple of interviews with the actress who played uh Tawaret. Ta- uh the hippo? Yeah. Uh I yeah, I have no idea. Tawaret. Um but I she missed, was talking about the, that part. She was talking about the costuming and uh and and some other stuff and she said it was really interesting cuz it was like her first major role. Um and you know basically just standing in and and it, she was talking about how, how interesting it was to play um, a giant hippo lady and whatnot and how fabulous she was, um, yeah I liked I liked uh, that. It was just a mind fuck of an episode though. It kept switching back and forth between yeah. you know the ship, or whatever. Well, and, then and and we get introduced early on that the scale the reason they're stuck in the like essentially like Egyptian purgatory is, is the way that I looked at it but I, I did, they had a specific name it's in the Egyptian Duat or something like that yeah. the Egyptian underworld sorry I analog to purgatory they reference a Black Panther thing with the um, the uh, plane of the ancestors and, yeah, yeah yeah and it, it has that purple it, like it looks like it did in Black Panther it has mm-hmm. a like purple tinge to everything mm-hmm. um but we we're introduced to the idea that the the reason they're stuck there is because their scale is unbalanced, mm-hmm. and they have to balance the scale to cross over. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to figure out. It's Stephen and Mark trying to figure out what's causing the imbalance. Right. And by doing, and this is okay. This is why I love this show so much. And I look, I get the criticisms that's been getting online. How we don't have a lot of him as Moon Knight. We don't have. You know the pace is slower, and it, it can be. And honestly, even to me, who know and someone who knows little about Moon Knight, this shit is getting confusing sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think that's intent. I think it's supposed to be confusing. And, but I, I understand people's criticism of that. But I look at it as like, dude, this past episode was so brilliant on a writing tone because mm-hmm. it's like we had all fallen into the trap of it's just another Marvel show. Mm-hmm. 
there'll be something big that hap- some reveal at the end of episode four, a big uh, fight in episode five, and then resolution in episode six. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't fucking origin story in its second to last episode of this character who we've been with the whole time. Yeah. Which is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Like, and any other person would probably be like, episode five, like, wait a minute, why are you slowing this down so much? Mm. But but to get all of this in episode five, it's like, oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition. But in a good way, it, it's good exposition. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think no, this I is such no a creative way to tell an origin story, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we see them go through a doorway, and it uh, goes into a memory because, oh, yeah, they're in a room full of people that Mark's killed. Right. And Zombies. Then, yeah, and then which was creepy. I like that. And then we see a kid run into the hallway, and Steven goes, why was there a kid there? Why is it, you know, Mark, did you kill a kid? Like, what the fuck? Mm. And that leads him into the memory of his brother and the fact that Mark even has a brother mm. and that it was the kid that we saw in the hallway running. And it's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like that whole sequence, when he, when Steven goes into the cave, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. And then to see how... I, I hate to break the, the tension here, but I did forget to mention this. Pizza time. We will be talking about every part of this episode <laughs> as much as we can. Uh, by uh, now, look, because I know sun- with the further look, I go, hey, I'm gonna unravel this shit. Check it out. Uh, it's it's Sunday. Um, the 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 same week, five days ago is when this show came out. And if you're anything like, maybe you're one of those people who binges, uh, waits for it all to come out. But honestly, if you are, sorry. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's been five days, dude. Okay, but yeah, you know that's a good point. We 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 do. It's do, fair to do these, pizza these time. Show, this show comes. It's fair to do pizza time. You're right, but the show the show does come out on Wednesdays, and we talk about it on Sundays. Yeah, publish on Monday. Yeah. So if anything, you this is a refresher for episode six. Hey, you fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> we provide fuck a you fucking service, you bitch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're just kind of really aggressive. Piece of shit. No, come back. <laughs> My our three listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, I love you. I love you so much. No, uh, <laughs> I forgot. So anyway, summertime. Well, when when we see Wendy, yeah, his mom, yeah, how abusive she is towards him and blames him for his brother's death. Now it starts to make more sense of why Mark is so distant with people and why Mark is the way he is. But the scene when he creates Stephen, and it revealed it, it is revealed that Mark was always the dominant personality. Yeah. It is so sad. Yeah. To be like, this poor fucking kid had to make Steven to deal with his grief. Mm-hmm. And I'm tearing up talking about it. Because that's how sad it is. Mm-hmm. And that like and then the it's so weird because the episode ends with such a dour note. Yeah. Which I think is smart because I think it makes you want to root that much more for Mark. Mm. Uh, but then in between all this stuff, we keep cutting in with Ethan Hawke, trying to pull him out of it. Mm. And somebody pointed this out. He doesn't talk like Mark when he gets when he's, gets pulled out of it at one point. I think at the beginning when he grabs the thing off his desk, mm. that's Jake. Yeah. Because yeah. he yeah. has more of like a New Yorker, like, taxi cab mm. sound and voice. Mm. And it's very brief, and it's very subtle, but it is there. And yep. I didn't notice that until somebody pointed that out. 
And again, holy I actually fuck, thought that Oscar we were, Isaac. I actually, I actually thought we were going to see Jake at that point. I yeah. I I, I I figured it out pretty quick that it was like this is not Stephen or Mark or Mark. And then I was like, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I it, again, Oscar Isaac, unfucking believable yeah. in the show. Yeah. Um, but we get to the, we eventually keep unraveling his story, and we find out that he left home because his mom got was became an alcoholic, and mm. his dad tried his hardest to keep it together, but he just couldn't, and yeah. and it sucks because when his dad says, "I can't lose you too," I was like, "Fuck me, man." Yeah. No wonder Mark has killed all these people. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Like, you can't. You he's shouldn't sympathize few, with murdering somebody. But like, you understand. He's got a bit going on. You understand why his life led, like, mm. you know, and it's and it's a and I actually I've talked about this. This theme shows up more and more now. Like the generational trauma mm. is so strong in this, yeah. where he can't even fucking see his dead mom because he hates her so much. Yeah. Is unbelievable. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I myself have become a parent recently that I've just like this hits so much ha- harder. What to doesn't me. What doesn't make sense to me is he doesn't walk that far away before he crumbles to the ground and starts crying. Yeah. So I, I got to be honest. Like I mean, I know he said, "Don't come after me" or whatever. I can't see you, but if I'm his dad, I'm gonna run after him. He's not that far. He's right there. He's crying. I'm gonna give him a hug, whether he likes it or not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's inter- and know. this was interesting too about that scene. But grief does things to people. Yeah, and that's what's interesting about this scene, um, is this is where their lives blur. Mm-hmm. So this is where we're seeing Stephen be more pre- uh, prevalent. Mm-hmm. And it's like again, it all goes back to his mom. Mm-hmm. And I think as a as we get to the end of the episode, the thing that hurts the most watching this. Mm-hmm. And it's not at the very end. The final shot sucks, and it's amazing because it's I much as much as I fucking hated Steven this whole season. Like at certain points, I was like, "This is an amazing episode because I understand why Steven is the way he is." Mm-hmm. But in the hallway, he says before they get to the the last set piece of the show, yeah. the third act, if you will, he says, "It's not your fault. You were a kid. It's not your fault." And it's doubly tragic because nobody told him that. He told himself that now. So he's he's finally learning to live with his guilt and his grief, but he has to do it through another personality because it's just because yeah. Stephen only exists because of this. Yeah. And the other the other part when he grabs and he goes, this is when he tries to see his uh, the death of his brother or whatever, and he goes, he's like, this is not what you're for. I was like, shit, man. Like, when he said that, mm. that's, well, he, well, even, because uh, I think at that point he'd already, we'd already kind of put the pieces together that was Mark, but mm. I think that part in particular was like, even Mark is finally aware of, like, I created you because of this. Mm. I don't want to deal with my grief. And it's just a tragic episode, and yeah. it's so good. And I've been talking for so long. Um, I, I know you wanted to really talk about this a lot, so y- you have the floor. So uh, I just a uh, couple things. I just started a new job, and uh, it's uh, at a at a thrift store place. And uh, one of the things that we do is uh, a lot of the money that that's made uh, goes back to a program to help people who don't um, who 
have never been accepted as as human beings in the workforce or in public or in housing or in independence or anything like that and and it really hits home this episode really hit home for me and and um I worked on Monday and then on Wednesday I went in for my first thing and I I stayed up uh Tuesday night to watch the episode. I was already awake. Like I knew I was going to be awake that late, so I'm like fuck it, let's just watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have that luxury anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh so I watched it and then I'm I'm watching these videos and they're talking to these people who've benefited for the programs and stuff. And one of these guys was this guy named Robert and he's 65 years old. And he's got a great attitude and he's got a great smile and everything and he was so horrifically abused as a baby that he never learned to read or write until he was in his 60s and with with your kid being born and and seeing how fragile human human beings are and stuff and and how it never it never makes sense to me why there's anything about why why people hurt innocence why people look at things like that and think i want to hurt that like a puppy or a baby or something like that and when when he's talking um when he turns into steven and he you know hello mommy that just hurt because i know like when i was um when i was growing up like when i was very young i i know how i was and I know that I was very hopeful and very optimistic, and I know that I was very kind and compassionate, empathetic, and I still am. And it hit me because this world has tried to beat that out of me all my life, and I still have it. And I'm glad that I do because I think we need more of that in our world. But it hurt me because I was a child when, when I first started learning how shitty the world was, too. I didn't. I wasn't abused, thank thankfully. But that, and then watching this guy's story and everything, and then seeing Moon Knight, like all at once, like I was just bawling all day on Wednesday. It was just hard for me to. It was just hard for me to uh, look at things the same way. I guess I don't know. It just it was just really hard for me. It hit me really hard the whole episode, and and. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that real quick and, and, yeah. and talk about how I, I I really hope all of you, the three of you, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you all get to a point where you understand that like empathy is, is not costly, but it can bring so many dividends to people. And, and just, I was walking down the aisle in Target the other day and this older woman was walking towards me with a cart and she was older, you know, she kind of was bent over the cart, you know. And she had mm-hmm. kind of that, you know, that old person face of like, you know, I'm in pain and, you know, God damn it, you know. Right? Yeah. And she happened to look at me and I smiled at her. I saw her look at me. I smiled at her. And her face changed. It went from grumpy old puss to, hi, how are you? We didn't exchange words. I just smiled at her and she smiled back at me. And for all I know, that's all she needed that day to get through the day. And how much did it cost me? Jack shit. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I guess I'm trying to put more positivity in the world because of all the negativity that I I kind of, that was washing over me on Wednesday. I was just kind of like, you know, I'm I'm so blessed and thankful for what I have, but God damn it. Like you think about this stuff happening all the time and, and it just fucking breaks your goddamn heart. 
Oh yeah, I mean, and I, I, and, I and I'm glad that I've kept most of that in my yeah. life. But tying that um, back to that ep- back to that episode, you talk talk about how his mother he lost. He didn't just lose his brother; he lost his mom. Because she dad was never too. And his dad still loved him and tried to be with, tried his hardest to to make it work. But it, it's just like I have. I, and again, I like you're talking about, and I, I, maybe and then being a kid didn't make me soft. I was already a soft boy, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, I think that having Lincoln recently has really uh, changed my perspective on a lot of things. And you're right; it does it does make me think about how fragile life is. And and again, just becoming a parent recently, I I could never imagine something tragic happening to him and treating him the way that she did. And yeah, I mean, now uh, again, different situation, whatever, but it's clearly was two people didn't deal with their grief. Honestly, the whole family didn't deal with their grief. And you know, I, and I just, I could never imagine doing that to a child and I would never do that to a child. I would do my best not to project that on there because whether you like it or not I think as a parent you're going to imprint some sort of uh, I don't want to say trauma but I'm going to like you will in some not necessarily trauma but even if it is trauma it would probably be death is what my hope is but I think that you imprint something onto your kids as some sort of things that you have to make sure you deal with before you can because I mean, they're not—they're their own. They have their own to- uh, autonomy, their own personalities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you do imprint some of your—you obviously imprint your personality on them as well because you raise them, right? Mm-hmm. And there's moments where I'm sitting and I'm like, "Oh, that's that's my dad," and so it just—I would do everything in my power not to give uh, him anything but love and compassion. Yeah. Because this is like you talked about it, you just said it. I've I, you know, everybody that's experienced this world knows that it will beat you down. And the best thing that I can do is is give love and compassion. Like you like, ta- yeah. like just and you said that empathy is so human. Yes. Most animals em- can't em- share empathy. We fucking hoard our empathy. Why? Yeah. And it's so stupid. Yeah. And the moral of the story of that is, is yeah, it, it's just that I knew there had to be an explanation in the show for why he had DID. Mm. And and I knew it was something traumatic. And I'm mm. this whole episode, I was thinking, and then I saw the, his brother, and I was like, that's what triggers it. What, what, like, I knew yeah. right there. Because it's, it's always something extremely traumatic. Well, the the, the acting, I mean... When he finally when he finally brings him into the room and everything and and, and you see Stephen Steven goes into Steven the cave. Is going, no, Stephen is it's it's at the very towards the end when he finally brings him into the room to see what happened. Oh in the room. yeah yeah yeah. When he um, finally showed the creation of him. Right. right and yeah. so Stephen's kind of trying to figure it out and everything. And and Mark just has he's just kind of defeated and he's kind of standing there in the corner just letting it happen because he, he 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 said he would. And he's got that and the way he acts is not just he acts embarrassed. He acts like he's ashamed that he couldn't. He had to do this. To I don't do know. Just, like, just, just that he's ashamed that Stephen has to see it. I yeah. guess. Um, he didn't want Stephen to know that he was. No, yeah. he did. I think. Yeah, I think. The, was, I think he was embarrassed was just, that he had been lying to Stephen this whole time and not said that. Like Stephen, 
you don't exist. I made you up. Right. And like, yeah, that's. And then you get to the end of the episode, and the only way that he could make you know balance the get scale to the field of gold was letting go of field Ste- of reeds. Letting go of Stephen. He had to let Stephen die mm-hmm. to to go, and it's like, God damn it, dude! And like, it's it was good for him as a character because yeah. that means that he finally let he finally forgave himself, and he finally accepted that he didn't kill his brother. Yeah, and that it it it's it's like okay, so you, that's a good thing, but at the same time, it's like like I like I joked with you in episode three and four. I was like, I don't fucking care about Stephen. Now I'm sitting here. Like, like I didn't cry during the episode, but I definitely, you know, welled up and had some tears when I saw the scale balance because I was like, "Fuck me!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoops, there you go. Yeah. So I, I, I am so glad that um, uh, we've stuck with it and watched this whole season all the way through. I mean, we were going to anyway. Yeah. But it has gotten better. We're not a bunch bunch of pussies like some people. I was, I was a little bit let down by episode four. It, it, but then this episode, holy shit! Like it's balls. I didn't expect that. You know, we talked about with Falcon and Winter Soldier. There was there was some times with the violence. I didn't expect it would go that far. Yeah. And they edited it like a bitch, and then they fixed it. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> I didn't expect them to go this far in this show in terms of just the level of seriousness and something that we don't really see in the MCU. And we saw it in those Netflix shows, but this is the first time we've seen it in modern MCU. Yeah. And it's funny to say that because Daredevil ended like four years ago. But So it gives me hope that they're going to commit to making another season of Daredevil or something like that. Mm. Where Okay, we can still tell these adult stories. Still have a little bit of Marvel flair, but still tell these serious adult stories. Anybody who's logged into their account since they changed and brought over the Netflix shows, anybody who's logged into your account, you know you have to log in and and create and decide whether you want to see that shit or not. So, great. Cool. I don't see why not. And I I think that Moon Knight is a sign of them trying to do more. Uh, adult-focused stories in the MCU, which you can, and look, I love, I'm going to love, uh, dude, I think Doctor Strange is going to be fucking amazing. I, I can't right. wait to see that. Yeah. Even though they can't help but spoil shit. Did you see that? They released a new clip last week that showed a certain character, because if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it for you. Was it Monica Rambeau? And, uh, uh, no. Well, that, that uh, there was Captain a, Carter. Yeah, the Captain Carter. Why the, Marvel, why the fuck would you share that tease? Why? So, because then, oh man, could you imagine the theater reaction when you see her shield and it's Captain Carter? Because I would be like, dude, they fucking did it. Those crazy bastards did it. They put her in it. Like, that would have been awesome. Stop spoiling your own shit. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? Maybe they were afraid somebody was going to spoil I don't know. Anyway, so Moon Knight, can't wait. Episode 6 is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see. Uh, also, shout out to Ethan Hawke. He fucking killed it. The, yeah. Him and Oscar, like, the fact that those two are carrying this show is probably why I like it so much, because they are just putting on a it's 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 an amazing, uh, both amazing performances. It's it's a very, it's a, it's a dynamic that's kind of reminiscent to me of Mobius and Loki a little bit. You know? Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. there's similarities uh in in the fact that it's it's kind of two main characters kind of playing off of each other and how well the two actors do it. Um you know, you can't the, you can't get much better than Owen Wilson and, and Tom 
and how convincing Hiddleston. he Middleston? is as Doctor Haro to make you question, like, because there are definitely times in that episode um, where I was like, "Is this really ha- like what the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why I love it so much. And again, it goes oh, to well, but- Ethan Hawke's believable performance. Tyler, uh, let's let's brighten up the mood a little bit because uh, we we dealt, no. we dealt with some heavy topics just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do it at the start. Why don't you get some of them candy over there oh. and let's do a little what's in my mouth. It's Tyler. It's Tyler. He's got something and you're going to put it. <laughs> no, no, no. Finish the song. No, I'm not finish the finish. song. So we have uh, Kool-Aid Fruity Chews. Three fruity flavors. We got Tropical Punch, Cherry, and Grape. What colors are they? Blue, Wait, nah, red, yeah. and Oh, purple. Yeah, as I say, you don't talk about the actual flavor oh, we know of the Kool-Aid. You do the color, bro. Okay, so I got a red and a blue. Which one do you want? Um Give me the red. Oh shit, which one's is the blue which one's the right one in the matrix? Oh shit, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the red pill. It was the red pill. You're fucked. You're going to the I'm matrix. Fucked. I'm going back to the matrix. Hey, you know what? I know this isn't a steak. I know this. <laughs> No, you can pull off a Joey. But pant. I don't care. You can pull off a Joey pants uh, oh. Matrix getup. You can pull it off. What was it Cipher? Yeah, you can pull that off. I could. You ready, dude? We should do that. We should. We got it. these at the dollar Sorry. store. What are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? You gotta be Neo. We'll do it for the Halloween episode. Okay. Neo, modern Neo though, because he has a beard. Mm-hmm. We're really hard. We're they're fl- like they're like chewy sprees. It's not chewy enough. Mm. I think you're just pussy. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't know. It tastes like it. Honestly, okay. If you've ever made Kool Aid in your life, you dump the Kool Aid into the pitcher. It just tastes like the powder, and it blows back up in your face, and you smell it. Kind of. It tastes like. Yeah. It kind of tastes like somebody took a candy shell. Filled it with that powder and said, here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So on our rating scale, I think uh, I'll go first. I'm going to say, uh, I mean, it's not bad, but I have to rate it cause, this way because I don't think it's great. You are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Gaina. So what's our choices again? Well, honestly, if, I, if I'm being totally honest. Because it sounds like we got... Okay, I messed up. Terrible. The rating scale is yes. That means it's really good. Right. This is okay. Nice. And then that this is you are nothing but garbage. Yeah, nothing but garbage, Gaina. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll be honest. It's more of a nice for me. Give me a give me a hell yes. Really? Mm -hmm. All right. Well. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Um, it's a fucking dollar, man. No, I mean, it, again, it's not bad, but uh, I'm pretty stingy, so. It's not Once great. again, I give it a. Nice. And Tyler gives it a. Fuck you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that's, not what, that's not what I gave it. That's what you're going to give it, you bitch. All right. We're going to now shift gears and uh, get back to the news. Oh, um, real quick. What? Um, do you want to point <laughs> out that. Um, what did I answer? Like, what? Uh, in the next couple of months, uh, you will be hearing us review uh, a really cool movie that, oh, we, that yeah, my yeah. brother got for me, um, and it is the original Doctor Strange movie from the 70s, and I got it on Blu-ray now, so I just wanted to tease that a little bit. 
We, I don't think we're going to do a commentary because that would be. We, we've never. No, yeah, we should. We've never seen it before, and plus, not a lot of people have it, so yeah, they can watch blue, it along. You know with what? It. That, if you wanted to resell that Blu-ray, you know, you know it's probably worth one million dollars, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. Think about it. <sighs> think about it, Tyler. All right, let's My talk. My brother's got connections, though, man. Nice. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Okay. So what, what, let's Did you really news. just say that for me to do that? Yeah. I know. All right, so let's talk about CinemaCon 2022. CinemaCon, bring uh, it bone. I want to mostly talk about the announcements. There's a couple of them I can go into a little bit more detail of, oh, of like the things that they showed like 15 minutes of or whatever. Yeah. Um, the first one that I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. Avatar 2 yeah. is happening this year. Avatar The Way of Water will be released December 16th, 2022, and the original will be remastered and re-released in the fall, if I, if I remember correctly, which is just another way for them to try to reclaim that they're the best, number one box up. Hey, uh, can I, can I, put, can I uh, throw out my take on the whole Avatar sure. thing? Who fucking cares? Boring! Nice. I, I agree. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of talk about it because I think the ship has really fucking sailed on this franchise. Oh, yeah. But they're committed to it, dude. They, they've they've announced uh, five movies now because yeah. there'll be four sequels. And I think they said something that they're all self-contained. What? So this... Wait, you got to give me... What? <laughs> <laughs> Why do all the work when we have Skeletor there for it? What? Or Stone Cold. Five movies? The first one wasn't even... Dude, look. The first one was nothing but a technical oh, achievement. Did you hear the rumor that... Cheeky Watiti is going to direct... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I made that up. But go on, yeah. Cheeky Watiti. <laughs> By the way, Cheeky look... Watiti. Look out for our new merch. The Tiki Watiti glasses. Tiki Watiti cups. Tiki Watiti tor- tor- torches. No, no, no. Thor's no. weapon. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> Where to fuck up t- tiki torches, you fucking racist? <laughs> I love. I used to love them things, man. Those things are great. Great, put them in your backyard. Will you talk about fucking Avatar? Please? So Avatar, look. Here's the thing. I finally did see it, and and, and if there's, you finally there's, did see it, you waited this long. No, I I saw it like I don't know when I saw it, but oh, yeah. I, I just did I not saw it give in a fuck because the story is stupid. It's, da- it's blue. And it is it, dumb. It's blue it's alien dumb. dances with wolves. Hey, you know what? Unobtainium. Hey, let's let's fuck with our hair. Oh God! Remember that? Let, yeah, remember that's that? fucking yeah. so fuck. You know what? All I can think about is, you know what? Really I, hairy ball sack. I think we should find a way to review it. I, just because it would be really fun to make fun of this movie. I just. But th- what if we end up liking it? Then what do we do? Well, look, the thing is, is that it's a technical achievement. If nothing else, James Cameron has done for Hollywood what a lot of other act- directors can't say. And that has revolutionized different ways of doing things. Yes, James Cameron uh, still has a... Like, I still like James... Like, right. The first Avatar isn't bad. It's just... Bleh. It's... Yeah, who cares? It's kind of lame. That's how I look at the first Avatar is who gives a shit? Because it didn't <laughs> it didn't change my life. Do yeah. you remember hearing about those people who were killing themselves to try and get there? And I'm like, honestly, the gene pool is a little bit fresher today. I know that was mean. I know. But if you really think that's a real place and you're going to do that to yourself to try and get there, we're not missing anything. We're not missing the next Mensa member. Okay? Damn. I know. Uh, I fucking know. All right. I know. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
But can you believe there was actually people who were like, I want to go. What's it called? What's the place called? Mar- the Mars? What? Oh, uh, Pandora. Which shows you how unoriginal like, the name of right. that planet is, too. Anyway, I'm not ex- I'm not that excited, but yeah, that was just my take on it. it I would I would the only you made way people kill themselves. You the son only of a bitch. way I think we would watch it is when it goes on Disney Plus because I am yeah. not going to see that. Is movie. it a Disney movie? Disney owns it because they own Fox. Sell it, sell it. Sell uh, this bitch. one is old news, but I just want to just get a quick speculation on what we think they'll do with it. The Batman sequel has officially been greenlit with Robert Pattinson. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, I think, was also confirmed, and Matt Reeves all returning. So that's exciting. Uh, do you think they're going to go for Court of the Owls? Yes. Or, because they've already seemed to incorporate Snyder stuff already in this Batman, because like, his, uh, his contact lenses are from Snyder's run on Batman. We're talking about Scott Snyder, not... Not Zack Snyder. <laughs> just want to make sure, because some people yes. might get confused. Do you want to make that distinction? Uh, but I, I'm, I'm thinking Court of Owls would be a good bet, mostly because Pattinson once hit and Reeves didn't seem to be against it. I would also like to, because Reeves had mentioned uh, Freeze, I would love to see him do Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. and do more of a detective noir story around Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Just, I want them to treat it like Perry Mason with a bat cowl or like not uh, Le Pen or whatever the fuck his name is, but but make him make him make Batman. If you're if and I'm assuming that's what Reeves is doing, just make this detective man Batman put a fedora on him. <laughs> All right, uh, another Batman law. Another interesting uh, news because I was wondering if they were Sony is going to commit to this because they do have one other franchise outside of Spider Man and that's Ghostbusters. That sequel was announced yeah. at CinemaCon 2022. I just wish still haven't seen Afterlife. I think you would like it, but. Or probably would. I just, I'm kind of in the same point of like, do we really need another one? No, we really don't. And I was one of those people that wasn't a shithead and said the same thing in 2016 when they tried to do a, another Ghostbusters movie. Mm. I just think Ghostbusters in general, and I liked Afterlife, but I was, I just feel like we don't need to make it a franchise. As good as Afterlife was, I was like, mm. that is a good enough end for me. To me, that was like, okay, so you made a good Ghostbusters 2 we can be done with it. But now, of course, Sony has to milk it. And I'm sure... Sony's so stupid, dude. Look, I'm sure, dude, I'm, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm not saying it won't be good. Let's greenlight a Madam Web movie before we even <laughs> see how Mobius does. We'll keep and going then, on and that. Then, and then let's we'll make get there. Yeah, we'll sorry. get there. We'll okay. get there because okay. we will talk about okay. this. Um, I just... I I don't know. I, and look, it'll be good and I'll be an idiot again. But I just think that... How many stories can you... T- well, I guess they're going to do more... This is just going to be passing the torch. This is going to be Ghostbusters 2.0 kind of thing, which is fine. Whatever. I'm just not as excited. Whatever. I'm not as excited for it as I would be for other movies, but that's also because I'm not like a gigantic Ghostbusters fan, and I know this exists out there. So yeah, why? Okay. Jesus. No, it's a good movie. It's just you. There's some things you're just like, why are you such a fan? What yeah, the don't fuck? Say, don't be like that. I know. Don't be like I know. That. I'm fan shaming. That's terrible. Yeah, come on. My bad. Uh, the fl- I love you all, you <laughs> Ghostbuster pussies. I mean. Just because you don't get it doesn't mean they can't get it, okay? <laughs> the flash footage uh, oh God. focused on. I want, you to, I want you to notice something here. As we get closer to this movie being released, which I still don't think will be released. No, me neither. Uh, as we get closer to it, mm-hmm. more th- we're noticing more and more this is just another Batman movie because this footage <laughs> for The Flash will focus on Keaton's Batman mm-hmm. 
And he even puts on the prototype suit that they were going to use in 1989 that they couldn't use before. He wears that, and he says the line, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts, at the end of the footage. Mm-hmm. Try and tell me this isn't just another fucking Batman movie. This is this is Enter the Batverse. This is what this movie is. Also, it makes no sense that he's saying that. Why? Because that was... He says it in the movie. Yeah, but Why? Why does he say it? He's trying to get Joker's attention off of him and on uh, off of Vicky Vale and onto him. Well, maybe he's doing the same thing. <laughs> uh, also, uh, you're trying to show me flashpoint footage and it's all Batman, dude. Just that's what I'm saying. They're trying to desert. They're trying to distance themselves from Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller already, and just make it a fucking yeah, make it a fucking Batman '89 movie. Batman Flashpoint. Batman '89. Twenty two. Into the Batverse. All right. So Batman. continuing with DC, Black Adam actually had The Rock introduce this footage mm. at uh, CinemaCon, and uh, so the big thing was it was a scene of the Justice Society. With like uh, Pierce Brosnan, Doctor Fate, and Hawk, which is fucking rad, dude. I, they mm. look so cool in this mm-hmm, movie, mm-hmm. and the little bit that I've seen of them. And um, so they're trying to recruit Black Adam into their ranks, and they uh, Aldous Hodges Hawkman comes in and saves Black Adam, and because uh, he's about or he stops Black Adam, and he says, "Heroes don't kill people." And then Black Adam responds, "Well, I do." And I'm like, cool. So I, I think it's interesting that they're going to do an anti-hero villain story, but it's the if you're going to get The Rock as Black Adam, of course you're going to give him his own movie <laughs> first. Like it only makes sense, and it actually works out great because that is coming out in October of twenty twenty. I think October twenty first, twenty twenty two, and then Shazam: Fear of the Gods is coming out in December twenty twenty two. So they're already going to work that in. Like they're like, and that's that's fucking rad that they're going to, because honestly. If they if they keep one franchise going from the DCEU, I want it to be the Shazam movies because I love the first Shazam so much. <gasps> Somebody ripped a fart. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. I can't this, even have a conversation. This doesn't, this doesn't usually happen. My fart smells like. Oh god damn it, dude! That is stinky. I'm sorry. Mm. I hate you so much. So what's going on? No, I I was just saying that I thought it was interesting that they're gonna. <laughs> Because Sony is the only other studio that said, let's give a villain a main movie. But I think this will be better because I think they'll actually put thought into this, having the Justice Society. Does that mean Black Adam's going to kill the Justice Society? Because that would be dope. <sighs> but like I said, I this is the only... Why just introduce somebody to kill him off? It makes no sense. I, whatever, dude. Also, Doctor uh, Fate would probably be in a way that they could do a multiverse if they wanted to, I'm sure. But... Uh, I'm interested in that, and then as I said, Shazam: Fear of the Gods released uh, announced a new release date of December twenty first, twenty twenty two. So that's going to be in direct competition with Avatar. Spoiler alert: I'm going to go see Shazam. Um, yep. Yeah, we're not going to review Avatar. Maybe, maybe when it comes to streaming. If we have advertisers and a steady stream of <laughs> revenue from this, if by the, then, if we did sure. this show full time, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Oh, of course. Uh, I'd go fucking review. Uh, what, what's out right now? Father Stew. I would go with Mark that Wahlberg right now, hey, and I would hate hey, every bro, minute. I'm a Catholic. Yeah, I'm a Catholic priest <laughs> already, guys. My hey, dad. Hey, bro. I also heard Mel Gibson isn't acting in that movie because he's an abusive alcoholic dad. So <gasps> again, they just dang. Put, he wasn't even acting. They just put a camera on him. Like it was amazing. Um, 
Uh, let's go to Sony because we need to rip on those dipshits. Uh, Christ. We just said be more positive. Take away the motherfucker who does the PR statements for Sony. Take take that guy away. The next Marvel legend, El Muerto. (laughs) Right? What the? And who who the fuck is Bad Bunny? I want to focus on the good thing first. Okay. Uh, Venom 3 was officially green greenlit, so okay. I'm assuming that Tox... I've heard a rumor that Toxin is going to be the cop that turns into Toxin at the end of Venom 2. I know you don't remember this. Cause no, I, I do. Okay, you do? Yeah, his eyes turned blue. I had to look this up again. <laughs> First second, I was like, wait, didn't well, they do that? At, we did the podcast, then I went home, and every time I see one of those movies... Uh, like a, a a Marvel movie or a superhero, I always go to cbr.com or Cinema Blend. Oh yeah, no. and they they'll always have like uh, Easter eggs that you might have. But missed. yeah, Toxin will be in Venom Three. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I've got out of that. But it has officially been greenlit, of course, because both those movies have made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. They're not great movies, but I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. Spider Man Across the Spider uh, Across the Spider Verse was showcased. Um, and we have a title for the sequel. It's going to be called Beyond the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Also, um, there, I heard a thing that there's 240 characters in this, but they did clarify that they were anim- they were characters that were animated. That doesn't necessarily mean they're speaking; they're just in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it, they try to say that like they're really pushing the boundaries of animation because they fully animated 240 characters, which is insane. Did you by see? The way. Did you see? By the way, that somebody. Uh, you, okay, so at the end of No Way Home, when all the people are coming through, and you yeah. can kind of see like different shapes. Did you see that somebody spotted a six-armed Spider-Man, and the studio confirmed it? In across the Spider-Verse. No, in No Way Home, one of those shapes. Somebody paused it long enough, and it was the six-armed Spider-Man coming through the portal yeah huh and and the studio confirmed that that was one of the shapes they put in there huh like that's cool but i i i try i didn't i'm gonna be totally honest there was they did show 15 minutes of footage there is an explanation of it i didn't really look at it because i don't want to know anything about this movie uh, across the spider verse oh okay yeah i don't want to know anything about both these movies i just want to enjoy them because i didn't know hardly anything about into the spider verse and it's one of the best spider-man movies ever made Mm. um and then lastly, what the fuck is Sony doing? You thought that Morbius would teach them that like maybe only Venom is the character that could work as a solo movie, but no. Because they decided to cast Bad Bunny. And tell me if you know this character. Who the fuck is Bad Bunny? As, as he's a rapper. As he also uh he does he did a couple WWE events. He's actually a pretty good wrestler. Um he's been cast as El Muerto. Mm. Who the fuck is El Muerto? Don't, couldn't even tell you. One of the funniest tweets I saw was a man that, <laughs> that was Hispanic that tweeted, I love Marvel Comics. I've been reading them my whole life. I love Spider-Man. I don't even know who the fuck El Muerto is. <laughs> and I'm Mexican. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, again, yeah. Like, I who, who, uh, who, who thought, like, who? well, Morbius flopped, but maybe we should do it about it like this, um, Based on what I've seen on the artwork is like a Bane ripoff for Spider-Man because he's like this big buff luchador. I never heard of I don't know. I, I don't honestly... know who the fuck it is. But that's what I mean. Like, what are you guys doing? Nobody knows. Once again, you are the Spider-Man studio. Mm. Why are you making a Madam Web move? Oh, my God. Yeah, right? I'm not even going to go into this anymore because we've said this so many fucking yeah. times. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. 
Uh, of course, there was more at CinemaCon. Uh, they they showed the full movie of uh, Top Gun Maverick, Ooh. which that movie is a movie I feel like is never coming out because that right? and uh, Mission Impossible Seven is another one where I'm like, is that movie ever going to exist? Mm. I don't really care either way, but mm-hmm. uh, I've heard nothing but good things about Maverick, though. I've heard it's good popcorn fun, and it's coming out in a couple weeks. It's coming out May 21st or May 20th or something like that. Maybe even later. I think it's actually Labor Day or uh, Memorial Day. Mm. So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it from CinemaCon yeah. in terms of uh, what we cared about, mm. um, <laughs> what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. The balls. Uh, <laughs> the testicles. Always dicks with you. Dicks and testicles. We are going to be talking about the fact that it is 10 years Uh-oh. after the release of this week. Uh, We're coming out a couple days before it. What, Tyler? Do you got something you want to tell me? No, because we uh, agreed that we're doing the, it's interesting the, the Avengers retrospective. It's interesting that we um, that it it, it, it uh, that I've lived in Des Moines for um, the exact same amount of time almost. Uh, that movie came out about a week or two after I'd moved back here from Ohio. Yeah, and my brother took me to see the movie. Uh, I remember I had uh, <clears throat> I had been I had been living in town for like three weeks, and I already had a date with this girl. And I'd gone on a date with her, and I was calling her um, after I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Or no, she called me while I was in the movie, and I called her back. She was on vacation somewhere, and I was we talked about the movie on my drive home. Yeah. I remember that very distinctly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a good, uh, it's a good barometer for where how long I've lived in Des Moines. <laughs> well, it's funny you talk about that, because I do want to talk about, if you can, because I, like... And I remember it very well. I, I accept the fact that um, I will probably have more stories out of this than you will, just because I vividly remember this shit. Like it's, I remember when I re because I when I rewatched it for the retrospective that we were gonna do, I immediately had those thoughts flood back into my brain mm. of a different time because <clears throat> this movie hits home in so many ways. Yeah. I think my, my favorite thing of it is is just how much of a comic book it is. It is this this is straight up just pew pew quip pew pew quip <laughs> for two and a half hours. There's, there's now, parts where I'm like there's Tony Stark. The part where there uh, he is pew pew quip pew pew quip. <laughs> the part where um, and then he throws the hammer. It's Thor's weapon. <laughs> <laughs> the part the part where my one of my favorite parts is is Thor um Thor's argument with Loki and, and he, he's like give up this poisonous dream you know yeah. um that whole sequence right there like I, I I bought it on Blu-ray when it first came out yeah uh of course I saw it in the theater I think at least I don't think I saw it more than once but I saw it in the theater and and I watched it a lot when I was drunk because I didn't have a Blu-ray player, but my PS4 or PS3 played Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah. So I would get hammered and play my Madden game. It's treasonous and then, dream. <laughs> yeah. Poisonous, poisonous and dream. And I would get, and I would get, uh, and then after I got done and it was munchy time before I'd pass out, I'd watch that. Yeah. Because it was cool. It was like, oh, this is real good clarity, even though I can't see tr- straight. <laughs> um, you know. I could just see colors. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, good thing you got the high definition in there, even though you can't see shit, you drunk piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm just wait for the microwave potatoes, man. Listen, um, so I watch the, this movie a lot, and yeah, one yeah. of my favorite parts is when um, the Hulk is chasing after um, Black Widow. Oh yeah, that seems horrifying. <laughs> Who are you watching it? 
that is directly ripped from a fucking comic book, dude. Yeah. It looks there's a point if you pause it right when during that moment, it looks like they they literally just I mean, it's crazy. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's fucking cool as shit, man. Well, well, so cool. The fucking a, helicarrier. When I was in the theater, I was like, yeah, yeah. And it gives him the ten bucks. Oh, I got a fucking bucks. Uh, look, I will say this. We should just get out in front of it now. I think Joss Whedon is a piece of shit. Yeah. Based on what I've heard. It makes the Scarlet Witch, um, the uh, interrogation scene, uh, really yeah. creepy. I rewatched it when, again, rewatching with the lens that I have now of 2022. Right? It's like. That's weird. It's still badass for Scarlett Johansson. It's still kind of well, and then you see some ass shots. But then I, when I was rewatching it, I was like, okay, maybe that's just how the framing looks. Mm. But I remember when I saw it in theaters, I always I thought it was a little bit, a little bit much. But mm. again, this was ten years ago, so eighteen year old me was like, hey, look at that butt. Um, <laughs> look at them boobies. Look at that lady. Um, <laughs> look at that lady, lady. I do that every time I watch a movie. There's a woman. Um, <laughs> Hooray! Then I go pew pew quip pew pew quip in my pants. All right, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got so excited. All right, so yeah, I, I kind of wanted to talk about um, where we where when if you can remember the theater experience when you first saw this movie. So, because I have a really long story about it, and and I remember it specifically. Like I was saying earlier, it hit me in a specific time like a very formidable foundational time of my personality i think because mm. you have a personality by the time you're 18 but i think you that from 18 on is the transition and more of who the person you're going to be right. the rest of your life you know it's the, yeah. the cheesy line from uh spider-man but um it, we saw it it was a group of friends our last day of school was may 4th mm. but we went to the midnight showing may 3rd mm. <clears throat> so it was a big group of friends and the only thing that sucked was it, we had to see it in 3D they only had the midnight showing in 3D which yeah. was like <laughs> but anyway I don't hate 3D but this movie wasn't made for 3D um, no and I didn't, I don't think I watched it in 3D but yeah I, I have a th- I have the 3D Blu-ray though <laughs> well there you go yeah there you have it um, but I, I remember what we did. We, 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 we've been planning this for weeks, by the way. We had gotten our tickets in advance. Jesus, I just smacked into the mic. Jesus Christ. Uh, we had, and we came up with the idea, like, we're going to cosplay, so who's doing who? And I was like, I immediately called Thor because he was my dog. Um, <clears throat> and so then we, we, we were making a whole thing of it. And we also are come from a small town um, in Nebraska. So we... Uh, this was something that we could actually get excited for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is an event. Big, big and big. this was back when we they still had midnight showings. It was really unfortunate that we did it on a Thursday, but... <laughs> well, because I, rem- I remember I didn't sleep at all. So my last day uh, as a senior, I was, yeah. like, dragging ass the whole time. Oh, my God, in high school? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God, that was so old. But, dude, I was... Ski- y- well, you know what movie I skipped class to see on my senior skip day? What? The Crow. <laughs> you emo turd. No, that's how long ago it I was. <laughs> was 90, 94. <clears throat> God, we're but yeah, fucking I old. remember like we were so hyped up the night before. Uh or even even that Thursday night being like, "Oh dude, I can't fucking wait, dude." And um I kind of cheated cuz I kind of seen part of it. 
um, already through like like one of those shitty like bootlegs. Yeah. I was like, why did I do that? But anyway, why did I do that? Why did I do that? To Jesus, myself? come on, Jesus, come on now. Come on, but um, I just remember getting the thing, and I had like this Thor hammer that like if you press the button, it would like make crack like a lightning crackle sound and like and you did it during the movie didn't you <laughs> i almost did i had some friends look at me and i was like dude when soon as thor shows up i'm gonna hit it and they're like and they all were like leaning over like don't you fucking do don't it. you fucking do no, we'll I, kill you. I thought about it but i didn't yeah i did at the end i'm glad when i hit the credits it's like yeah all right that's cool um did you just rip ass again we're gonna do it dude that was the dog if you're gonna do it doing it in the mic like a real man <laughs> And then you then you talk into that fart mic. Yeah, and then at that point you can keep that microphone. Um <laughs> <laughs> But at that no, point, I remember it's yours. I remember very vividly of getting in that theater, sitting down and just being so giddy of being like I cannot I can't believe finally it's yeah. happening. Oh, yeah. We're having a superhero crossover movie, yeah. and then we get to seven years later in Endgame, and I'm like, how I'm bawling my eyes out because I'm like, this is fucking incredible. Um, but I I just remember getting into the theater, sitting down. We're all just fucking amped. We didn't. I don't. Couldn't. I couldn't tell you any of the trailers. Couldn't tell you that. But I could tell you that moment when it was like the Avengers. Like the cold open kind of sucks. I'm being honest. It's like whatever. It's kind of out of place in this movie. Mm-hmm. But then once that thing hits and the Avengers theme hits, we were like, let's go! Like the like you could feel the energy, and that was the first time I'd really felt that like hype up crowd moment in an yeah, MCU movie. It was really good. And I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then, this is what I'll remember the most. We sit there, we're watching the movie, and we're just, and I told Ashley this too, re-watching it on Disney+, Plus, sitting on the couch, and being like, this is just pornography. This is just pure superhero action movie pornography. Like, that... Even even now, watching it in 2022, this movie still fucking holds up, dude. Dude, one of my my, my favorite part of the whole sequence in New York, um, there's there, it's there's two different uh, sequences. Uh, one's toward the beginning, and one's towards kind of the middle of it. But what what happens is they have like a shot of everybody or a couple people. And then one person goes off to do their thing. They follow that person, like Iron Man, say. Yeah. And then Iron Man flies past Hawkeye on the roof. Yeah, how and they, they focus on this. They focus on Hawkeye yeah. that, at that point. Hawkeye draws an arrow, shoots it at somebody. They follow the arrow, and and it goes to uh, it goes to hit a, a guy next to the Hulk, who's riding one of those things. Like, and then Thor was, jumps on the thing, right, and like fights had, them with yeah, Hulk, and they had all and these sequences it. where like each each character and like gets moving, gets it's, their yeah. own like. This is my moment. Okay, now the next guy. This and I, it was cool that, how they did it organically. It didn't feel yes, forced. And I loved how kinetic it was. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. It was co- yeah well, yeah. this movie, even again, and this is with all of the Infinity Saga stuff, having that knowledge now and going back and watching. See, it, Thanos is weird too because he doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, but going back and watching it now, we all know he doesn't look like that. Even by Marvel standards, the pace is so fucking quick in this movie. There's yeah, no... Yeah. D- you forget how many fights are in this movie. Yeah. Because... Uh, and th- there's not a lot of downtime. No. There, there's... there's there, and, and even then, the dialogue is kinetic because it's building yeah, constant a, tension. Cause exactly. Because none of these guys trust each other until the end of the movie. And so... Cooper's showing us his balls. And look... Does this movie hit the team up cliches of comics where it's like first they meet each other, they don't like each other, they fight each other, they don't t- trust each other, but then there's something that happens so they have to trust. I don't fucking care. It works. 
<laughs> Anybody who's ever read the first issue of Avengers uh, ever, like the one where Loki and stuff, like the story beats in the movie the Marvel's The Avengers are almost are almost identical to the story beats in Avengers number one. Um, the only big difference is that there's a, there's a few more characters. Some characters weren't in the comics, whatever. But the point is, is that they all come together because of something Loki did. And the way they come together is almost verbatim, beat for beat, from the fucking issue, how they get together. It's yeah. great. And, and they what, modernized it. it yeah, was, and that's what makes Nick it so... Nick Fury wasn't around back then. Yeah, but, but that's what makes it so... Fu- and <laughs> yeah. this is also Ultimate Universe Nick Fury. Basically, right. Because Ultimate uh, Nick Fury is black. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, like, There's so much of this that, it, yes, it's by the numbers, but it's so effective. And it's like what I was saying about... Spider-Man, No Way Home, where it was hitting the beats that I expected to hit, mm. but that doesn't mean that it's not awesome. Yeah. Like it doesn't in a great way. Doesn't and mean it doesn't still give me a chub. This movie's and the I think what's also great about this is this movie feels small, even though it's large scale. It feels small because of all the stuff of we all know the now. Stu- no, but no? but I I would argue that yeah, that's not true. I think you're right. Yes, the the hindsight is different, but I th- there's only six. People in this movie. There's are six uh, members on the team, right? Versus what we saw in Civil War, what we saw in Infinity War. So yeah, like End Game. End Game. At the time, yeah, ten years ago, this was the biggest fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, and because it made over a billion dollars, and it, it it feels so small now in comparison. But that's kind of why I love it so much. Is like it does big scale. Mm. But still making it feel small, and I think by it does that because it focuses on the assault on New York. I think it's yeah. not a planet to planet thing. I it's not the, this uh, gigantic universe. Right. It's just like uh, all these aliens are coming in and taking out New York. I think the biggest thing for me is, um, it, it's hard for me to to watch the old movies, uh, just in the fact in the respect that it's like, well, I already know so much more. Yeah. Uh, that's like coming. It's, it's going to be like cause Ashley suggested. It's hard. It's hard to watch. W- w- I think it's Winter Soldier. Oh, where, dude. Where um, come is, on. No, no. Hang on. Winter Soldier is a fucking great movie. Oh yeah. But when you're watching it, and then they, the part where they, they take Stillwell up to the roof, and he talks about Doctor Strange or Stephen Strange. Yeah. That's the dude. He's in the helicarrier or carrier in the first Avengers. Yeah. He's. Yeah, he's 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 the one who tells him that the he's a prominent or destabilizing of shield. Yeah, for a long time he's in the Remember, in that it's movie. Sitwell is his character name. Anyway, yeah. but they talk about he he mentions Stephen Strange. Yeah, and it's like I see that, and then I'll be like, well, I just want to turn it off and watch Doctor Strange now, <laughs> and I, I can. What? But but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's hard for me to be like, oh, because. Some of the Easter eggs don't land as hard because of how they've been revealed now. It's funny you say that. Because I don't, like, oh, fe- I don't, I don't necessarily mean Thanos, sure, but that's because yeah. they didn't create, they didn't actually, they still hold up, make can- just, Thanos a character until the last movie. I am but. not good at moderation, so if I want something, I want it all. <laughs> so if I'm like watching the but, Avengers, it'll be like, why am I watching this when I can watch I, Endgame? But I, but I still think like the things that are paid off in this are so good. Oh yeah, uh, it's and, and still so good, fucking at, great movie. Yeah, yeah. I would love to go back and rewatch Age of Ultron because I know a lot of people have soured on that movie. It's not as bad. It's uh, I remember enjoying it, but eh. the I, opening sequence is really. That's also dopey. why I think it'd be hard to go back and watch these other Phase One movies because yeah. 
like I was talking to Ashley, she's like, why don't we just go back and watch them in timeline order? I was like, all right, do you want to watch fucking Captain Marvel next? Because we already watched Captain America. And she's like, oof. Because I don't want to do it that way. There's going to be stinkers. But then I don't want to go, and I know Captain Marvel isn't a phase one movie, but I don't really like that movie. But, uh, um, but, uh, no, because Thor isn't that great of, like, Thor is a fine movie, but a Thor is not like a movie I want to go back and watch. If I no. want to watch a Thor movie, I'll watch Ragnarok because that's the best one. So I understand <laughs> right. where you're coming from, where it's like, <laughs> I want to watch Taiko, or, oh shit, I want to watch, uh, Cheeky Wachiti. His version of Thor. And, uh, and look, I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about the Dark World. Okay, I've seen that movie one time. I I, I tried rewatching it at one point. I got to the part where the uh, cement mixer was turning around in the sky, like in the air, and I was like, I just I just don't care. I don't even know what that is. I have no frame of it's reference. Towards the big, it's like ten minutes yeah. in. But back to uh, the Avengers. The reason that I love this one so much is it, I think it is one of the only movies in Phase One that I could go back and watch and enjoy it. Yeah, and. And it, I think it also has the, the benefit of the when we got out of that movie at like three in the morning, we got out and we're all still in cosplay. We reenacted scenes from the and we're all seniors dorks, in high school. Dorks. Literally about to graduate. Dorks, Our dorks, last dorks, day dorks, of school dorks. is this day, and we're out here like a fucking and we did it for I shit you not at least twenty minutes. And then we, like uh one of my Huge. buddies had the Captain America shield, Dorks. so I jumped up in the air with Molnir. And uh what is what is Mjolnir? Mjolnir? Yeah, what is it? How do you say it? Oh, what is Mjolnir. it? Mjolnir. Mjolnir? Yeah. It's Thor's weapon. Oh. <laughs> I had that in my hand and I hit his shield. It's Thor's weapon. I hit weapon. his shield and then I like fell backwards off of it like, "Oh man, again. Uh, you want me to it, drop the hammer, motherfucker? You want me to put the hammer down?" I did. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I thought uh, again, rewatching it now, I was like I got hyped up at certain moments because I was like, ooh, this is where Iron Man shows up. Ooh, this is where Thor's going. So, like, in the scene in Germany, when he says, when he tells them to kneel, um, and he's like, you're, you're, you're death, isn't this your proper stance? This mm. is where. Also, Loki's first line of this movie is, I was burdened with glorious purpose. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, it, <laughs> like I love that. It's, he's such a shithead from Jump Street in this movie. Yeah. But, and then, yeah, and then Captain America shows up and he's like, last time I heard somebody talk like that, uh, it was in uh, Germany. Uh, we, had to, we ended up disagreeing. Yeah, I was like, as cheesy as his suit looks, I still love it in this movie. Oh, it's so great, dude. And I love how- Watching him finally in action against Loki and stuff, it's like, oh, cool, that's cool. And I love how much, much of a, like, he really is- the Boy Scout, because it's him fresh out of being frozen, and as the in in they do a great and same thing with Thor and Iron, like all of these characters, it's amazing to see where they are at ten years ago in the first Avengers movie and see where they go. Because mm. as the movies go on, just like in the comics, Captain America isn't this star spangled Boy Scout because he's like, no, the government's doing fucked up shit. I'm gonna stay, and you see it in this movie because he's pissed off that they're making weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But. That fight sequence, and then you hear him hack the heli- the little Quinjet, and it fucking turns into ACDC. I was like, hell yes. Yeah. That is a, such yeah. a cool entrance. Because we'd already seen him before, and he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And then he just shows up here. Yeah. Um, and then that leads to, and then again, great line is the lightning happens, and he goes, are you afraid of a little thunder? Uh, 
lightning? He goes, no, I fear what comes after. Hmm. And then, boom, Thor lands on the Quinjet. I'm like, fuck yes. And like, and I didn't realize how long the fight in the woods was. In my memory, it wasn't that long. But like, Thor and Cap have a legit fight in the in the woods. And I was like, uh, another cheesy joke is uh, the, listen to me, listen, brother. And then he get, Iron Man hits him, and he's like, I'm listening. <laughs> But that whole fight was fucking amazing. And then Doth the mother knowest you, you wear her drapes. drapes. Uh, Shakespeare in the woods. <laughs> and then uh, this is great. When he uh, hits him with the lightning and actually overpowers Tony's suit, I was like, "That's really cool." How about that? 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 Or when he grabs him and he's breaking his metal, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" And then of course Cap, enough. You want me to bring the hammer down? <laughs> no, he likes the hammer. No, don't do that. Yeah. And then, yeah. or uh, even better, before that Cap's line of like, these guys are gods. I only know one god, and he doesn't look like that. For sure doesn't dress like <laughs> that, man. <laughs> I'm going to jump out this plane well, now. We'll see you later. <laughs> Deuces. Go, Amer- <laughs> Go America. Uh, dude, the Thor and Hulk fight in the helicarrier is fun. I love that fight Pretty too. Pretty good. Yep, yep. Because um, that starts with him saving Black Widow, which yep, was awesome. Yep, yep. And then, dude, the best part of that was when you see Thor smile, and we have seen these two fight only twice in the MCU, and I feel like they need to fight more because they fight all the time in the comics. Yeah. I, Thor likes fighting. Hulk. Well, Hulk fights everybody. Yeah, but Thor actually takes enjoyment out of fighting Hulk because he when he wipes the the his lips and then he sits there and waits from for the hammer to come like that's so cool i love that so much when he just and then he gets it at the right moment uh, and then him him catching it and then trying to pull it and he couldn't pull it i was like that's some good shit some good shit or the fact that hulk open the rip open that jet and ashley ashley and i were watching i think this is probably the first time she'd watched it in 10 years and the dude ejects out of it, and when Hulk catches him out of the eject, I was like, Jesus. Like, I hear and I both are like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. I do, yeah. But it was see, awesome. See, I've watched this movie so many more times, I think, that I really, I mean, it's I'm just, sure that another rewatch would bring some stuff, but most of it is, I've already kind of gone down the rabbit hole of like, that doesn't really make sense. Or like, I don't remember that. You know? Yeah. Um, like but, it, but we get glimpses of Tony and... Uh, Steve actually working together when yeah. they're trying to repair the uh, helicarrier. Oh, dude! Like, so uh, you actually start to see them become a team a little bit. The thing, the thing that's so funny to me is that almost every movie now has a, a mid credits or an end credits stinger, yeah, to sh- to kind of further the whole story. And this one really doesn't. It just has it, the, it, it has the, the Thanos thing, but then it does the shawarma. Yeah. But it was the first one where it's done the mid credits and then the joke at the end credits. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, the, well so yeah, the battle for New York itself still is incredible. Yeah, it is. It is still incredible. I I I I, I again, I, I talked about it. I'm as a kid, I can't remember that. There's a a comic book panel where Black Widow is putting the thing. It's from the Ultimate Comics line and it literally looks like I mean, the 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 scene in the movie literally looks like it was ripped from the panel yeah. when she's trying to close the portal. Yeah, so cool. It's or just the, so good. Well, like just like the team up moments, like when when cat like you're talking about when the kinetics, one of those kinetic shots where we follow Iron Man lands, looks at Cap, shoots a unit, like and then shoots he a repulsor blast off his shield. Yep, and then 
Oh yeah, so cool. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. and then uh, no, yeah, because Thor fucking powers him up with the lightning, and then he hits off the shit. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, yes! so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And again. I'm sitting there on my couch 10 years later being like, this movie still fucking you, works. You know what I really like about watching that movie again is yeah. watching Tony, uh, watching all the characters not just starting to like each other, but but beginning to respect each other. And it's finally seeing them become a the, team. The moment where um, where Thor, Thor literally is like, dude, you're a human. You got to be like dead. And Cap's like... I could do this all day. You you see this expression in Thor's yeah. face change. Like you're ready for another bout. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "All right, this guy's got some fucking balls." That's all when, right. I think that's when Thor really started respecting. Yes, Cap. I yeah. love that moment because that's when. Ever since they were. That's good. when Cap says, "I may not have an iron suit and I may not be a god, but I'm a bad motherfucker, man." Well, and it goes to the comics too, because in the comics, Thor has always respected Captain America. Yeah, oh yeah. He's he said that he's that he's the. He said there was. I remember there was one line that he said he he respects. He's the most. He's the greatest warrior that's a mortal man or something like that or whatever. But and to start to see that develop is great. And the, and that's why that payoff in Endgame is so incredible. Yeah. And he sees him wielding it. And he's like, I knew it. Yeah, like that just fucking bastard. Yeah, I knew it. But I uh, knew you motherfucker. I knew you were worthy. Let's go ahead and get some. Take my little hammer. Because um, I got the big yeah. uh, stormbreaker. You take the little one. No, take the little one. That's a great scene. <laughs> no, I'm honestly tempted to go back and watch the other. Just just the Avengers movies. Just watch uh, be, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame. If you just watched Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and then would still Endgame. Work. If you just watched all four I of those. Don't, I don't. If, <laughs> I think the only difference is you have to probably watch Civil War because I think Civil War. Yeah. You'd have to Which watch. Which is basically an Avengers movie. It is. It's Avengers two point five. And it would have to be between Age of Ultron. Yes, and, uh, and uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War yeah. Just to explain why Cap Come is on, deserted or, what, or is nomad, yeah. pretty much. Um, <clears throat> some other things that I still love. I still love the um, the part where Hulk punches Thor after they. We, that we talked about earlier that scene. How about the janitor? You need some pants there, butt son. ass naked. Uh, he's trying to eat your candy. Uh, but uh, when they're that shot, uh, when they're doing the thing we were talking about, where they're riding the big thing, yeah. And him and Hulk are working together after they had fought each other on the helicarrier, yeah. That is and then that cool. Hulk didn't forget and punched him. <laughs> um. Or of course this this transition is amazing when yeah. he's like that's my secret I'm always angry and he mm. punches that fucking thing I'll never forget that moment because that was another hype moment in the theater where we're like yeah yeah because the fucking whole thing just goes and then because immediately after that Iron Man flies in blows it up and then they do the circle the circle shot which is still dude. I have goosebumps talking about it right now. I had goosebumps when I watched it. It's so much fun to watch these. Can you stop? No, I fucking can't. We're have another session on this. Shut up! I love watching these movies on Disney Plus because... Uh, and just watching them at home in general because of the you can tell the get hype moments because the music swells and it just hangs on that circular shot just long enough for you to you get your cheers you want me to do an impression? You want me to do the impression of the music again? No, we got it. We got it. We don't dun, need to dun, hear dun, that dun, again. Dun, 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 dun. 
I'm gonna walk out of this fucking show. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that we might not have touched on that, we, um, and, and clearly the, the question would be in a retrospective: Is it still great? Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I yeah, still. Could, this one is so good at being self-contained. Like it obviously leads open phase two and um, has the ending. We're like, they're gonna come back together at Age some point. Age of Ultron has way more creepy Joss Whedon dripping off of it <laughs> than yeah. the Avengers does. Um, there's obviously, I mean, there. It's there, but it's not as virile, yeah. I guess. The, you can just, I don't know, you can almost see, like, I think you can see Joss Whedon's dick in a couple of shots of Agent <laughs> Ultron. I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> he's just beating it. It's just fucking, it's mind. just a blip. He's just, he's just, fuck it, I don't care. I'm not beating around the bush anymore. I'm beating right. it on set. Oh, my God. All I'm right, sorry. let's let... That okay, so anyway, awful. The Avengers, 10 years later, still incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I still adore this movie. And again, I, I think we should try that experiment of just... just If if it's possible, just to watch The Avengers movies, because I think should this... Should be. This might be the only one that I think is the... Like, this one feels the most self-contained, like mm-hmm. I said. I really do think, like, again, it ends open with them obviously being like, we're going to have other adventures yeah, and other movies. Yeah, other stuff. But it, it's the most where you could... You definitely need the context of those other movies, but you can honestly turn this on and just be like, okay, the big lightning man is teaming up with the the, the flag man and teaming up with the... The big lightning man. Uh, Batman as a robot. And <laughs> Anyway, uh, so let's uh, get to the main segments, but first I'm going to go take a piss. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for the potty break. And let's yep. talk about Tyler's... <laughs> Ew. All right. What do you want to talk about today, Ty? Ty, Ty. Ty, Ty. Did you know the Kool Aid things? No. I put them over here. You want one? Yeah. You're going to mouth those while I'm talking. That's what I was doing while you were talking. So, back in the day, there was one Spider Man title. It was called The Amazing Spider Man. And after a little while, they came out with a second one called Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. Then they came out with Web of Spider-Man and then finally just Spider-Man. Well, at some point in the mid-80s, mid to late 80s, they decided to uh, make a one-shot called Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider-Ham, which is a great name. The Spider-Ham, that's great, right? Is that a Spider-Pig, yeah. right? Yeah, and we even had a, I fondly had a remember John Mulaney as him in Spider-Verse. I fo- fondly remember owning the first issue. I had this issue at one point, this one right here. Okay. I bought this in, in a QT uh, in Marion in Iowa. And uh, I'm reading through this, and I'm just like, oh, this is really good and stuff. Failed to realize that there's an incredibly racist character <laughs> uh, character in this movie, in this thing. It's It's... There's these three, like, boy uh, interns of J. Jeremiah Jackal, which it's all anthropomorphized people, or uh, uh, animals. And um, the two guys, the one is pink, the one is white, and then the uh, third one is a black cat. And he speaks, well... Urban. Yeah, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do that, but... No. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, And and it's it's a dumb story. Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom, sorry... Uh, is uh, f- flown down, or he's he's in space, and he finally finds a place to land in Australia, and he lands among these giant kangaroos. And what's the what is he doing? He's trying to get hostages 
and then he shocks them to make them look like they're playing instruments and singing. And why? Why? Why does he do all this? Because he's trying to make the kangaroos happy. <laughs> and every time he does it, nothing happens. Fucking kangaroos, dude. Yeah. That's like his whole deal. That's the whole fucking story, dude. And I mean, it's meant for kids, Tyler. And uh, Yeah, but it's not, though. It's 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 meant for stupid people. Um, kids are not dumb. That's fair. Um, anyway, it, it it collects the very first one shot plus uh, issues one through seventeen, and some of it's interesting, some of it's bad. You can tell that they got a lot of um, writers who drew sometimes to do the art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there is a uh, goose rider, which is which is uh, really cool. Goose rider. Um, I, I do want to tell you some of the uh, funny ones. They go, okay, they got uh, um, there's Hulk Bunny, Captain America, Cat, oh, the nice. Fantastic Fur, of course, Doctor Doom, the King Pig, and the Bee Yonder. It's a bee. Plus Thur, Dog of Thunder, Deer Devil, Mammal Without Fear. That is just awful. Oh my God, Deer. Uh, it's a fucking Daredevil with a Deer Devil. <sighs> Are you writing him a letter? You dear devil. Nick Furry, agent of sheep, goose rider, the invincible iron mouse, croak and badger, the astonishing ant ant. Now, go ahead and uh, go ahead and talk a little bit. Um, basically, it's just it's not as fondly remembered as as uh, as I liked. Okay, let's just let's just say the Fantastic Four, the Mister Fantastic character, looks exactly like fucking Bullwinkle and Rocky. Okay, it's really fucking bad. All right. Why are you so mad about Spider-Man? I don't know, but I just I, I expected it to be as good as I remembered it, and it wasn't. And I'm kind of pissed about it. Um, <laughs> I am. I'm kind of. I'm trying to find it, the Deer Devil. It's the opposite of the Avengers. I'm kind of trying to find. Oh, there's Silver. Oh, there's Silver Squirrel. That's cool. Look at that. That's great. <laughs> Silver okay. Surfer. Um, I I'm trying to find the Deer Devil because it is fucking terrible. I don't care. But yeah, no. You <laughs> go ahead. I'm I'm pretty much done talking about it. You can go ahead and start uh, doing your thing, and when I find mm. it, I'll show it to you. Well, for Jake Unlimited. Excuse me. Uh, I found a book. Oh, yeah, he's showing it to me. Isn't that fucking terrible? Look at that dumb fucking looking thing. What's wrong with this? The Deer Devil? What's wrong with Deer Devil? Oh, my God. You're done. We're done. You're You're done. done. (laughs) You're you're dead to me. Get it over here. Well, I think the whole thing is a little ridiculous. It is really Is he still blind in this? I don't know. I didn't (laughs) read it. I saw the art, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what they're saying. Happens sometimes. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, so for Jake Unlimited, I I was I think I was in the mood because I've been playing the Avengers game, watched the Avengers movie. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and find a story, like just a really short um, Avengers run or like event mm. on uh, Comicsology. Nice. So I did. I found Brian Michael Bendis's Siege. Ooh. Uh, which came out in 2010, mm. and I, I remember re- I was reading comics at this time, but I don't. I never read Siege, but it, this was around the time when I really stopped caring about Marvel because they were doing the Dark Reign stuff. Yeah, where Norman it was after Civil War and Norman Osborn had taken over Shield, but he changed it to Hammer for whatever reason, yeah. and then he had his own version of the Avengers and all that shit. The way they did the Dark Avengers was actually kind of cool. Yeah, but um, you know they got Bullseye to be. Uh, it was Hawkeye. Bullseye is Hawkeye, yeah. Right, and then and they Mac, got like Mac, uh, uh, Mac Gargan got to be uh, Venom, the Venom and then to he be out. Yep. turned into Spider-Man, I think. Mm-hmm. But there was there was just like a black suit Spider-Man for them too. 
Um, it was cool how they changed him and made him look like you know the people. Yeah, and then also Norman Osborn had an Iron Man that the Iron Patriot was in this. Yep. It was in the Dark Reign stuff. Yep. So he has a Dark Patriot uh, or an Iron Patriot costume, and um, it's. Anyway, Siege is, because at this point in Marvel continuity, um, Asgard gets knocked out of its plane of existence, so it's like hovering over... Above Oklahoma. Yeah. And so this whole storyline is Norman Osborn trying to lay a siege on Asgard and taking down Asgard. Um, This thought comes from the Goblin, pretty much, and then so, but Loki's like, good idea, I'm working with you on this, let's do it. At this point, it should be noted, too, that Loki is Sif, he's in Sif's body. What? In During the Siege storyline, Loki is trapped in Sif's body. He's a chick Loki. Right. I don't really reference that at all in this. Okay, well, maybe it's after Siege, but it's around that same time. What? Um, maybe after this, because I'm pretty sure Loki died. Shut up! Anyway. That's how he gets into her body, you jerk. <laughs> Volstag is the, the catalyst. Yeah, he's... Because yeah. he levels a whole football Not field in a fight with uh, Norman's... Not on purpose. Shut up! Let me tell my fucking story, asshole. <laughs> because uh, he's lured there to fight um, Adam, or Parker, the Hood, and his team. I don't remember the name of him. They're so insignificant to me. But yes, he's fighting these guys, and he accidentally kills a stadium, football stadium full of people. So that was the inciting incident for Norman to be like, well, we're going after Asgard, because the president, who's clearly Obama, was like, no, we shouldn't attack Asgard. And Norman Osborn's like, well, we need an inciting incident, and or we need to figure something out, Loki. And he's like, why don't we use Volstagg? So that's how they do it, which kind of flimsy, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's comic uh, books, too. Norman also um, recruits Ares, the god of war, to help him with his battle tactics. And um, so they go on, also pointing out that Norman has control of the sentry in this. And if you're not familiar with the sentry, he's a... Oh, the sentry. I think yes, he's a sentry. The sentry. Mm. He's the dude that has the power of a thousand burning suns or whatever the fuck. But he's also has a split personality, and the Called villain the is the Void, and that's really the big villain of the story. But anyway, uh, it really is just Norman Osborn invades uh, Asgard. Thor steps in. Uh, there's a great shot at the end of the second episode, or second issue, because <laughs> I think that's when um, Cap comes out of hiding. You see a shot. It's a, it, Again, this is Iron Patriot, and it's... Uh, you see the reflection. It's three panels, and it's wide shot. And you just see a look at the helmet, and the next panel you start to see an image, like a little circle come into frame. And then the third shot you see it's the shield, and ca- it literally was just Captain America shucking his fucking shield at Norman born. And then it cuts to him standing over him, and it says Avengers Assemble, and that's what like leads into the next issue. And like, yeah, those are the moments that stick out because I'm like, that's what I want. When I read like these big like these event books, I don't want to read the fucking tie-ins. I don't want to read. Give me an act. Give me a big movie, and that's what this this. And it's only four issues. Yeah. They and then they give you another one of the Cabal, which was like the villain version of the Illuminati, uh, which had Doctor even Doctor Doom was like, hey, don't fuck with Asgard, please. But anyway, it's a, it's a fun story. It's you could finish it in an afternoon. It's pretty quick. Yeah. It's only four issues, five issues. Uh, if you include, if you want to read the prologue, which is 
the cabal, but I liked it. I liked it too. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Say what you will about Bendis. Some, you know, I I, I like bend oh, it like Bendis. Oh my god! I want to go back and read his Ultimate Spider-Man run. I don't read any of it. Okay. All right, that's been another episode. Uh, as I don't want to read any of your bullshit. <laughs> you and your bullshit. We'll see what we can do. But again, the 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 fucking. <laughs> The fucking Doctor Strange review is gonna be late. All right. Yeah. Don't fucking both. Don't of them. you? Don't you got any problems? Not just for the new one, but also for the shitty seventies one. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm excited. My brother always gives me these really cool, like obscure things that I never would have thought of, and it's like, oh yeah. And then he's, he's the best gift gift giver. When you get when you watch that movie, mm-hmm. all you can think about is I'll eat your ass. <laughs> wow. That's what. Well, Jessica Walter is in it. And I'll eat your ass. She uh, played the mom on uh, Arrested Development. So oh. this is back in the 70s when she was like 40. Well, um, you Do know. Do you have anything else? I think that's it for today's episode. Uh, I would say just, you know, hey, you know what? Uh, like we were talking about earlier, be more empathetic. And you know what? It's okay to like, a, mo- more. like a movie that has. Pew, pew, quip, pew, pew, quip. In it, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'll leave you with this. Wow, it was good. Wow. Wow, it was good. Wow. And that's it.